Indian women. That record got me high sponsored by this tomorrow. Since 1993 a weekly comic highlighting the mistakes we have made in western society, and which have led us to this awful precipice. In 8 short panels, the extensive creative staff at Is This Tomorrow will illuminate a perplexing and knotty problem facing humanity, such as, for instance, why are some people pieces of shit, and why are others not pieces of shit, available at isthistomorrow.com, for free, also available on Facebook by searching for Is This Tomorrow, be careful not to click on the similar link called This Is Tomorrow, because that link will cause you to lose one day of your life instantly and without fail. Poof. Gone. Adios. So for an illuminating set of 8 panels giving you something to think about, go to isthistomorrow.com. That is, isthistomorrow.com. Also, the winner of last week's adult diaper giveaway is Pearline Grub Snatcher, of Dick Lick Holler, Tennessee. We'll be sending out your prize very shortly. Can you still hear us? Can you guys hear us still? Yeah, hear us yeah. okay. Unfortunately. All right, okay. All right. Yeah, right. You may. All right. See. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. And once again, we are here live at Laser Wolf. Let's hear it, everyone, for Laser Wolf. Our lovely host, Chris Bellis. Welcome, Chris. Hello, thank you. <laughs> and uh, before we get into the show proper, I just want to mention that we are at Laser Wolf, also uh, Invasive Species Brewing. And uh, what's going on, Chris? What's going on with Invasive Species and uh, Laser Halloween Wolf? Halloween is coming up. So, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Halloween, I have three bands at Invasive, uh, Pumpkin Carving tomorrow. Here oh. at Laser Wolf. Oh, that's tomorrow? Yeah, our 10th and 9th annual uh, oh, contest. That's so fun. It's dr- drunk pumpkin carving, right? Well, drinking, so, you know, yeah, responsibly, right. of so, course. Yeah. yeah, and it's going to be with um, long, sharp blades, right? It's yeah. uh, We do have a bucket of knives, yeah. Right, and somebody has to hold the <laughs> pumpkin while it's being carved, and the other person has to carve it. Not Bill. No, not Bill. Definitely. Speaking of Bill, uh, Barry, we have a guest tonight. Who is we our have, special uh, guest tonight? And, uh, our special guest is Bill Howard, a Welcome. noted noted uh, horticultural professional in yeah. South Florida. Welcome to Bill. Thank oh, you. Is that Thank you. I, I just put nursery owner. I guess that sounds better. I put nursery owner, dad, former bouncer. Former bouncer. And music fan. Right? Because you're a music fan. Yeah, lean in. Lean in. Don't be be shy. Drink some of that that delicious brew that Chris put in front (laughs) of you. Why not? And Bill, we've known... Well, I've known Bill. How long have we known each other, Bill? Years. 30 years. It's got to be 30 years. Years. Um, See, Barry hasn't known you as long. That's why when Barry said, oh, I'm going to have Bill on, I go, really? You know how many times we've been through this? Yeah, why? Why Every time it comes up, it's like, oh, yeah, Bill, you know, he and I have a history or some shit like that. I did not say that. I just said, are you sure? Are you sure? You mentioned that night to Barry? Um, no, no, I didn't mention okay. that night. Bill, oh, is there one night that we're talking about? No, we, there is not. He but there ruin- is. Oh, wait, wait, yeah. Come, tell the story. Where were, was that? We were somewhere, and Bill said some guy was like, um, it was oh, his Churchill's. Wife, oh, his wife told uh, we were at Churchill's that and some, you, ruined, uh, you ruined her husband's life because you t- took away, you his, took fake away I- his fake ID oh, when you were about to Ruined his life for five <laughs> years or something like that. That yeah, happened. That did happen, yeah. I'm sure, and I'm sure he wasn't the only one. You've done that. And she was, oh, and he was in, wait, wasn't he the guy in Dan's yeah, Own Breaks uh, Band? Yeah, don't yes, say he that. was. Don't say that. Oh, okay. Um, it's okay, he's over 21 now. Yeah, but. So Bill, like, like many of us. Look at that mic. There you go. Like me and you, Barry, and like many of us, Bill has a significant other, vastly superior to him. Correct. That we all like yes, more, correct. Trish, and Trish is here. Yeah, whether yeah. she liked her or not, she was she had to be. Unlike here, the so. X song, it's a wife that someone likes. We have wives that people like. Yes, that's true. Or girlfriends, as it may be. And we're yeah, and we're like they're iffy on us, but they hang around with us sometimes just for the. Uh, yeah. Listen to our snoring. All right, so what are we talking about, Bill? What did you bring to the uh, That Record Got Me High table tonight? X Los Angeles. Ah. And I, I, I will say I was a little surprised. I, I love. I know me and Barry both love this record, and we love X, but I was a little surprised you picked this, because I don't know... I don't, I've known you 30 years, but I don't know anything about you, Bill. I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't know you owned a nursery till like maybe a year or two ago. I didn't know yeah, what the fuck you did. There you, you go. <laughs> Just mysterious employment. Yeah. 
But um, so who knew? Because I know you're into like you're into jazz and you're, you're jazz. into all different kind of stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. But so at some point, Bill and I will do a jazz record when you're not yeah, around. You keep threatening to do that. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be really. I it'll get a lot too. of listens too. Yeah, I'm nah, sure it'll be man, really popular. Man, yeah. It'll be really popular. <laughs> all right. So this record, uh, Los Angeles, came out in uh, April 1980 on Slash Records. So d- did you hear this record like right when it came out in '80? Actually, I had heard "Phones Off the Hook." Yeah. And I wasn't impressed. Oh, really? Uh, right. To me, it was of course. A, well, you're not impressed with anything, well, right? That's your thing. <laughs> it took me a long time to fall in love with female vocalists, like uh, I am today. Okay. Oh, because you. Uh, I, reje- I rejected a lot of female vocalists <laughs> just because, in the '60s when I was growing up, girls didn't really rock. They kind of had acoustic guitars and. Right. But so I heard uh, "Phones Off the Hook" and wasn't that impressed. But then I saw "Decline." Aha! The decline of and Western at, civilization. Okay. And oh, the, he can't, Bill needs this. to grab them here. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do for you. I'm gonna fix you up. Bill is is not gonna lean in the mic. Just hold it. Just hold it like. Just a hold pre- it like. Hold it like a preacher. Like you're emceeing a. Uh, there you go. A bar okay. Or something. Oh, is this better? Much <laughs> yeah, better. better. There we well, go. Well, they want to hear. They want. Trish wants to hear every every you know intelligent thing that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, she's still waiting. <laughs> we should mention that Trish is Bill's girlfriend, um, significant other, and significant. better half by far. Yeah, by far. Yeah, please. Um, it's not even a contest. All right, so you didn't... So, you, so what made you get the record? Did you finally like get the record? Did you own as, the record? As soon as I saw Decline... I couldn't tell from phones off the hook they had that dual lead singer thing going on. Right. right. Okay. And then once right. I saw Decline, I, and it reminded me of you know, Blind Willie Johnson or something. You yeah, know, where exactly. You can't really tell yeah. if the second person's going to sing yeah. or not, or yeah. if, if they've even rehearsed, or, yes. you okay. know. Yep. So I know exactly, I know what, exactly what Bill's talking about, so yes. All right, so me, and I know me and Barry, I'm sure, came up, because they, they were, this was a band that came out, like, right when we were listening yeah, to that sure. kind of music yeah. in 1980, but now Chris, was this the first time you heard X, listening to it now? Not or? the first time I've heard them, but I, it's been recently, within, I'd say, the last three or four years that yeah. I've even okay. heard X. Nice. Where cool. I, and then I recognize a few songs that pop up on maybe other playlists. And right. I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, did you listen, since you knew that we were doing this record, did you yeah, give this I think it's a, a great. Spins? Yeah, I think it's a great record, and I agree that the first song is not my favorite, and it, there is more of a dynamic with both of them, and like, yeah. not knowing what's, which song is going to be which, and there it is. definitely adds to it. Yeah. Well, well there, the, the thing about X is they were, they were founded by bassist singer John Doe and guitarist Billy Zoom. Not, not their real names at all. <laughs> yeah, John Doe and Billy Zoom. And then their Doe, real names are really just not that interesting, so we're just going to call them that. But the funny thing is Doe brought his... Uh, poetry writing girlfriend uh, Cervenka Exine Cervenka to band practices and she eventually joined the band now that sounds like a recipe for disaster it, right yeah, for well, most bands yeah. that would be the kiss of I think yeah. everyone else thought so too their yeah, poetry probably, loving yeah. girlfriend but it yeah. was it was genius it was magic because her Exine and John together singing is uh, something is, something is happens just amazing yeah it yeah. worked but it's shocking that it worked right yeah. you imagine bringing a, a poetry like if you're in a band and someone brings their plus poetry plus she was living girlfriend. in Tallahassee so that's even even weirder, you know. And she, she couldn't really sing. No. Uh, well, uh, I mean, a lot of, but not when, think about how many bands you love where the singer right. can't, can't really But they sing. aren't trying to harmonize, though, either. Well, uh, you know, but the thing is, sometimes when they hit it, they hit it. It's incredible. It is but incredible. But there there, you can find some easily some live footage where either the monitors aren't good or whatever, and you're like, whoa. Uh, but, um, so, but when it's on, it's like, damn, they have a perfect... Their thing together is absolutely perfect. And, and weird, but it's weird. It's perfect. totally weird. Right. Caterwall, the word caterwall, it's just like, it's like someone wailing. It's, she just wails. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and that's when it's the best. I, is, I yeah. agree, 100%. And song, the songs, just uh, songwriting-wise, they were just, uh, I feel like they were head and shoulders above a lot of the bands that came out in that. Yeah, uh, the, sure. Uh, California, the, Southern yeah. California punk Well, they weren't bands. really, I mean, they, they get flumped into hardcore punk, but they're not a hardcore punk band. No, they're no. some weird combination of, like, yeah, I know you rockabilly, said. Rockabilly, like rockabilly. But the, I have to say, you know, who produced the first four records? Ray Manzarek. All right, now, so let's I, get into that. Maybe some people may not know that. Ray Manzarek. From The Doors, keyboardist from The Doors. Now, are, are you a Doors fan, Bill? I was. Were you? <laughs> yes, because I, I'm not, and I never really was. How about you, Barry? Um, actually, 
I, off and on, I listened to the first Doors record on the way up here, and I was like, except for that song, like some, the third song on this is just a piece of shit. <laughs> and then, then Light My Fire comes on, and I was like, oh shit, television Marquee Moon is is Light My Fire is a John Coltrane song. I, yeah, I guess. Uh, Light My Fire is a good I don't know. Just uh, Jim Morrison was never my jam. I never, if you don't like Jim, you're not going to like The Doors. I but don't like Jim. If, but the rest of it, you know. What do you think of The Doors, Chris? Are you a Doors fan? I'm a fan, yeah. I like you are a fan. I, do it. I, it's, it's I mean, Iggy, Iggy liked The Door, you know. Yeah, so well, good for Iggy. <laughs> The entry into classic rock That was like one of the bands that Sure, I, sure right. and, and they got a lot of They did they do some interesting things You know All right, um, But uh, yeah So Ray Manzer Good on him though For like seeing this band I guess he, he saw them he, he caught them And he said Wow, these guys are the, fucking uh, something, I, I read the story And I've now forgotten it But it's something along those lines Yeah And um he you says, know, hey, can I produce you guys? And he and he plays some killer. He adds he some does. killer the organ, organ is, on this the record. Organ, he does. Um, I'm a little suspicious about that story that they were just randomly playing the whiskey though, and he just randomly attended, and they oh, were randomly. Oh, that shit never goes songs. like it that. Be, yeah, it it never goes like, like that. Yeah, 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 something. Somebody arranged something. It said, you know, right. But so I first got X. I had probably heard them at people's houses and shit. But then at the time, I was still square enough to be buying Rolling Stone. And, um, you know, Rolling Stone was very anti-punk, so they were anti-anything. It would be like, you know, they would just piss on it, or it would be some, you know, uh, condescending bullshit. So I get to open up to the record reviews, and the first record review is of, uh, that month was Wild Gift, the second X record. Right, and, and that is the first record I got. To. And, and it was four stars out of five, and I was like, and I read the review, I was like, okay. And so I went and picked up Wild Gift the next day, and that was that. Was that. And then got to Los Angeles probably the day after that, you know. Right, right. And then uh, saw him in Tampa with the Under the Big Black Sun tour with... Um, oh, nice. At the St. Pete High Life round have, have you ever seen them? Have you seen them, Bill? Several times. Have you, you know what? I, I love X. I'm, I'm a big fan. I have all the records. I've never I've never gotten to see them. Somehow or another, I've just... Oh, I've, they played Culture Room a few them. years ago. I will not go to the Culture I Room. Know. I refuse to see them. <laughs> I gave up on that place years they ago. They book yeah. good bands yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. They do. They book a lot of great bands, but I just... I can't... Once, I, once something's dead to me, they're dead to me. <laughs> yeah, don't say. <laughs> Pat. Where's Pat Stahl? Just keep that in mind. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> He's sucking down that beer. You're not yet, but I'm once someone's dead to me, they're dead to me. I'm Should mention Pat Stahl from that. the Shakers is outside. We <laughs> ask Dubin uh, ask, and Mark ask Dubin, Dubin, former guest, and uh, probably got no. Dubin's got some emotional scars from the last time he was on the show. Oh yeah, that's right. We'll have to make it up to him sometime. Um, sometime. All right, so let's get into this record let's do proper. It. Let's do it. Let's listen to the first song, uh, the song that did not, I guess, didn't like Chris's fire, didn't no, like I mean, Bill's okay. fire. I, I love this song, but let's do the phones off the hook, but you're not. And they, right, they do you, sing together on that. You just probably wouldn't. She's the main component of that song, uh, singing wise. Uh, right, and uh, she's uh, John not really doesn't come in her, right away. <laughs> she's not pushing her limit either. She's not. No. Well, yeah, that's something I noticed about her singing. Um, sometimes she's got this thing, which is which is cool. I like it of almost sounding bored while she's oh, singing, yeah, sure. and that's her oh, thing. Yeah. But yeah. when she pushes her voice, it's it's great too because she's then you get the little rasp in it and stuff, and it's just. Punk yeah. rock. I think to me, she's a great uh, punk rock girl singer. Well, you don't yeah. know from each line if she's going to whisper the next line or scream the next yes, line, exactly. Or, or yeah, just exactly. go over and grab her drink and have a drink and stuff. Yeah. And, the and so, I, until I started looking at the lyrics, I realized I I was just guessing what the lyrics are to most of this stuff. Oh, and yeah, I thought yeah, I knew. It's true. It's true. And me the too. first line is, I know the second line, but the first line is someone clean to chew on. And then the second line, a wife that no one likes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> 
And then we paid $60 on 12th Street today, and now our money's gone. So I always thought they were buying drugs, and but I don't think so. I think no, their, no. Well, their actually, car got towed away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I called that thing. I called, and they said all of New York was towway zone. Oh. That's actually a real quote. They were parked, and their car got towed, and then the tow truck driver said, all of New York. They said, we didn't know it was towway zone. He said, all, <laughs> all of New, New York's, York's a tow truck zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. and But uh, uh, allegedly, it's actually about... Uh, her sister, Exine's older sister's experience in New York because yeah. she uh, she's older and she went to New York. And there's also there's like a tragic thing because they they mentioned actually her sister Marielle, yeah, yeah Marielle. But there's a tragic because she was actually uh, she was killed in a car accident in 1980 on the night that X was playing, playing the- two sets at. Whiskey yep. a, a go-go For the yeah. release Of this record Yeah And she died And Exine found uh, Learned of her death In between the two sets Yep And, and she did the played, second she set did the second And I would just play. tell people as a, as a matter of And this is a website I run across before If you google uh, uh, Marielle Cervanka there's a 1980, or there was, she was in this film, and she was a, her husband or boyfriend was a, um, the filmmaker, and he put up this page where he's talking about the events leading up to her death. It's creepy as, it's as creepy as anything you'll ever read. She writes about being, she had been, when she was in the movie, he was doing the makeup, and he noticed she had a scar on her forehead, and she said, oh yeah, I got thrown through the windshield of a vehicle when I was 15 and then in the the time leading up to her being killed by a run hit and run drunk driver who they never caught and nobody else in the car was injured at all she wrote all this poetry about being killed in a car wreck oh my god and and there's a picture of her in the coffin too on the page. So the whole thing I'm is not like, going, I'm oh not going man, it's really that. intense. <laughs> no, it's on it's, a lighter it's, note. <laughs> I know, right? It's very intense. Well, I mean, on a lighter know. note, we're gonna go to the next song, which is not a lighter note at no. all. It's an awesome song, but let's listen to the next song, Johnny Hit and Run, Pauline. <laughs> So you're sold by that song. You're sold on the right. record. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. All right. So it opens up with that uh, Chuck Berry riff, an yeah, awesome sure, Chuck Berry yeah, riff. Yeah, sure. Which uh, Billy Zoom. This like this band doesn't have a secret. It has many secret weapons. True, true. Because it's got Billy Zoom, yep. which has this offer. He he did not play like the other any other punk guys at that time. No. He had his own style. No. And uh, and you got John. Uh, and Billy Zoom was a little older. He was um he had played with like um you know. As a sideman, as a studio musician, and so he um, he's a really super talented guitar player, and he actually is very reserved when he plays. In oh yeah, acts. well he used to play. Remember he used to play with his feet spread out and oh, with yeah. the big oh, and just sure, with yeah. a big smile on yeah, his yeah, like sure. a creepy smile on his face. Which yeah. Bill used to do that when you used to when you used to be the bouncer at bars. You used to have that big smile on your face. Yeah, um, <laughs> might have been for a different reason. Right. Um, all right, and uh, all right. So this is basically it's like a dark song about some guy that takes a, a drug and that enables him to have sex once uh, once an hour for twenty four hours. I think we know uh, we can have. There's a guess about what that drug might be. Well, the thing is, but this was before all that. This song crank? is kind you of think crank has well, been around. <laughs> oh no, I don't, but I'm thinking. But I'm thinking also the song sort of predated like. Roofies and things like that. Oh, this yeah, is yeah, the guy yeah. that actually was drugging girls and having sex with them, yep. like raping, raping them. It's That's a correct. dark. It's a it's very, very dark, dark, dark song. But yep. it's clearly an anti-rape song, though. Yep. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, you know what? There was some. He John Doe addressed that in 
you know, he said, you know, people would think that it was celebrating that in some way. Right, and that was right. totally yeah. wrong. Well, like Bill, you didn't think that, did you, Bill? Not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Bill's a good, you're a good guy, right? No. You just come off as, as hard and being an asshole. Yeah, it's right? just my shtick. Yeah, it's yeah. just your shtick. I know. Right. I do the same thing. Yeah. Me and Bill are awesome. Right, Trish? Bill's good. <laughs> Damn, deep waters, deep waters. People. There are, um, yeah, but it's a really chilling. And then, um, uh, um, yeah, so it's sort of it, it, it. It's a brutal depiction of like Viagra and roofies because it could be right. Viagra now. Yeah, you yeah, know, too. right. But um, I'm uh, telling you, it's crank. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when he was waking up beside uh, the speaking bay, speaking of crank, there's my friend Ken Greeby. <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> that's that's the old Ken. Let's t- yeah, that's the old can. The new can is the. Um, he's got the beer in his hand and. Yes, the, it's good. The growing. And it's a growing patron, a little baby. He's a patron of that record. He's got also me high. He's a patron too, of so that he, record. Yeah, got so me let's high. give it up for Ken Greeby, yeah. a patron. How many, we have a couple other patrons here. Tim is a patron. Who's right? a patron? If you patron, raise your hand. Tim's hey, a patron. Yeah, that's right. Oh, right. We, oh, yeah, that's right. We got a lot of patrons here. Right. We love you guys. Did Dubin um, raise his hand? No, of course he didn't. Be- oh, no. Uh, is he's he? a dollar patron. No, he's a patron. No, I think he upgraded. Um, all right, so when he was waking up beside the bed, he found clumps of hair. The last Pauline... This wouldn't is the, cooperate. Wouldn't cooperate. She wasn't really what, what you call, call living, living really. really. She, she was, was still, still awake. awake. Uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. It, it really is. And then it's got, you know, uh, Billy Zoom's just like a little sort of spy guitar riff in there. Yes, and yes. It's but we see the beginning of Xene really going off and doing her thing in the chorus. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! Oh totally! Yeah yes. yeah yeah yeah! Right right. Figuring and, uh, out that oh this works, you know, when I do this, this sort of um, that, that counterpoint to yes. John Doe's. Uh, oh, and it's great! It's so good. And then, all right, I'm going to be 100% honest. This next song, I did not know it was a Doors song, a Doors cover, until just this week doing it. And I, I didn't well, know. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. laughing at me like apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's like Ray Manzarek played it for people, and they, they didn't realize it was a cover-up. Because the, the original is a pretty different. I would imagine, but I had no idea. You knew. Oh, well, you know? the story I read said he was at the Whiskey and his wife said, you recognize this song? Oh, yeah, yeah, and he yeah, said, yeah. no, I've never seen this band before. <laughs> oh, wait, goes, so they were, they were covering it so and he didn't before recognize he... Uh, right. Uh, I think go. someone said, Ray makes Eric to the audience, quick, learn a Doors song. I really, well, I really don't like the Doors, but I like this. Right, so let's great. listen to, yeah, let's listen to a little bit of X's version of Sulk. Baby, stumbling in the neon groves. You gotta admit, that that's pretty good. Those are pretty good lines, and they could have written them. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which that's tells true. me that they were heavily influenced by the Doors. Uh, I, yeah, I guess so. Probably. Yeah, I, I just not? think that it's in there. Was Jim Morrison dead already by the time that this came out? Was he dead? I hope so. No. <laughs> you don't know that Jim Morrison died in 1971. I don't know. I don't know anybody. I don't, I'm right? not a Doors yeah. fan. All right. 71, uh, drowned in a bathtub. Ask yeah, Chris. In He's Paris, as I recall, something like that. <laughs> I, I, I had it on shuffle when I was listening to this for, for the first time, and I was like, where do I know this from? Yeah. Uh, and it, it works like, as a funk song, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I do like the Doors, and I, I like Soul Kitchen as a Doors. Oh, yeah, it's a good uh, song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. I never have to hear the Doors version again since this one came true, out. True, true. Yeah, you can it, just get rid it, of that is, Doors version. Yeah. Very, very well, again, in this one, would she? I love how sometimes Doe was like, she'll be singing, and then Doe come in, and sometimes he'll sing the same note as her. He won't harmonize. He'll yep. sing the same note, but they have their different timbers in their voice, and then he'll and then he'll move to a the, the the weird harmony, and it's just like. And they seem to do it sort of fluidly. So if you watch right. them live, it it could be different. They could change it up. Um, they had a special chemistry, that's for sure. Yeah, they really did. We're talking about them like they're dead. But they're <laughs> well, no, they're just not together. I mean, you know. They're not. Although they did reunite, and they did a reunion tour kind yeah, of recently, right? Yeah, they played, yeah. played here pretty recently. Yeah, I think Belly culture Zoom, room. That's why I didn't go. <laughs> I think Belly Zoom sits on a stool. I think he's been, you know. Was it good? Did you go to the last show here at the culture room? 
I've seen better shows by them. Okay. They were kind of... They're old. Phoned it in. They're, they're, I hope Billy's not listening. I, well, I Billy was born in 1948, so... Oh, okay. I heard they were, it was fine, though. I heard it was good. But you've seen, obviously, because you saw them earlier when they were younger. Yeah, come on. We can't. We all, we all lose a step, Bill. We I've forgotten how many slow songs there were. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Well, speaking of slow song, this is an awesome slow song, I think. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite things is I love songs that sound like what they're about. <laughs> yeah, onomatopoeia in yeah, a song. And this yeah. song is called Nausea. Oh, but wait. Because here comes Ray Manzarek with his B3. Yes! Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's sure, right. Yeah. It is. Here that's he comes true. with a subtle diva car crash. Now, how do you that's know it's right. a B3? You're not a, you're not a musician. How do you know organ. stuff like that? It's an organ. All right. Okay. Well, I just wonder now you know. I don't know what's a B3. Could be a B4. All right. Like a hangover song, so Bill, go ahead. Yeah. You talk about this song because you. <laughs> I feel like you about Ray Manzarek. <laughs> well, can, it's a B three. Uh, can you picture him in the studio though, like with sunglasses on, oh, like I think doing so. his yeah, organ? Yeah. Oh, no, I think he had little and round glasses. And they're like, he's like, nah, it needs to be louder. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder louder. if they said, Ray, can you put a bunch of loud organ on this song, or if you said, Hey, kid, this is the way it's going to be. Right. Well, according I'll to producing the record, and I'm laying it down well, loud and fast. According to scene, he was a good producer, but that he would tell him, you know, he did direct. He was charged to affairs, you know. He, he, you know, he. They were people from LA that, you know, if you listen to those first two singles on Danger House, you can hear them on YouTube or whatever. He definitely brought something to their sound that was uh, that's not there on those early singles. Um, they're they're he definitely tightened them up and uh, pointed them in a direction that was uh, successful for them. Right. But and, and uh, could you could you see Rick Ocasek saying to the Bad Brains, "Okay, I'm going to produce you guys." Oh, right. But you right, got to yeah. cover a door song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a, yeah. a car song. Right. And then yeah. I'm going to play on half the tracks. Yeah. And I'm going to play real loud and do a lot of solos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they were. But on Wild Gift, on the second record, he's he's not present on that record. No. And, the, and Wild Gift is actually more punk, more like it is. straight yeah, up yeah, punk. It is. Well, they yeah. were able to tell yeah. him no at that point. On this yeah, first record, so. they might not have been able to tell him but no. Possibly. Billy yeah. Zoom, especially, he always. Uh, one the thing that bothered him by the time they were up to their fourth album that they weren't more successful. Because yeah. right. I'll swear, but I listened to their first couple of records and I'm thinking, well, how did you, how are these guys not huge? Because you because remember so where good. we remember 1980. Remember what 1981 was I, like? I don't remember. I just remember there was no possibility for something like Bill this. Bill ruining to be. people's lives and at clubs, yeah. taking away their fake IDs. <laughs> their fake IDs. It was not, you know, it was like the Ramones wanting to be successful, or frankly, yeah, Son- yeah, Sonic exactly. Youth trying to be Same successful thing, yeah. in the early 90s. The bands that have a bands that don't have that have a certain uh, angular quality or a certain that's like it's like good wine. Most people don't like good wine. Most people like shit. They like to drink garbage. I like shit. I think I don't like good wine. Yeah, but but, but you also wine. like but you also like good things nah, too. I don't know. I can't tell it. It's if, just if bands, you're paying for it. Nobody's yeah. gonna pe- bands like that are not gonna be successful. But once people got the punk label, that was it. They were they could never be on rock radio. But exactly. Yeah. That's Correct. True. So yeah, they were right. done. Well, well, hard, especially hardcore. Hard now especially it sounds hardcore. like rock. It does. There's this is not a hardcore punk record. It's not even that no. fast. I mean, right, to, right. maybe it was fast for the time, but. 
Um, and people great. would mosh to it, by the way, which I despise, slam dancing or moshing, but, right. you know, that's just me. <laughs> Chris is chortling. <laughs> I, I just don't think this, I, I mean, the, the punk rock name gets thrown, or that label gets thrown around so much, uh, this doesn't seem punk at all. But they were in part know, of that scene. Right, yeah, I mean, if you watch, they they're fucking in the well, decline in the 80s, of West, it was like, you know, they're punk. in the, <laughs> the first American punk movie, decline, that, you know, big yeah, one, they're right. in it. Like yeah. they, And they were big. They were like the, the, yeah, the big the band, like the biggest yeah. band of those of that time. Uh, again, Barry, what you were talking about lyrics you didn't know. What she says here, uh, tonight you fall asleep in clothes so late like a candy bar wrapped up for lunch. <laughs> that's all you get to taste. And then she goes, poverty, poverty and spit. Poverty I had no idea spit. that's what that was. I, I forget what I thought she was saying. Spit. I didn't know she was saying poverty, poverty and, and spit. spit. Yeah, that's yeah. great, though. I thought they were saying nausea, bloody red ascot. Oh. <laughs> I thought someone was working it out. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> That's good, too, actually. You used to wear an ascot, right, when you worked the door at Squeeze? <laughs> I wear one right now. <laughs> yes, bring my ascot. Where's my poodle? All right, so we're about at the halfway point. Our beers are just about empty. We are, once again, we are here live at Laser Wolf with our host, Chris Bella. So we're going to take a little break. Uh, everyone Very hang short out. break. We're going to be back in a minute with our guest, Mr. Mr. Bill, Bill Howard, Howard, talking about X Los Angeles. We'll be back in a minute. Bill Howard, stealer of fake IDs from poor teenagers. <laughs> that record got me high, sponsored by this tomorrow. Since 1993, a weekly comic highlighting the mistakes we have made in Western society, and which have led us to this awful precipice. In eight short panels, the extensive creative staff at Is This Tomorrow will illuminate a perplexing and knotty problem facing humanity. Such as, for instance, why are some people pieces of shit, and why are others not pieces of shit? Available at isthistomorrow.com for free. Also available on Facebook by searching for Is This Tomorrow. Be careful not to click on the similar link called This Is Tomorrow, because that link will cause you to lose one day of your life instantly and without fail. Poof. Gone. Adios. So for an illuminating set of eight panels giving you something to think about, go to isthistomorrow.com. That is, isthistomorrow.com. Also, the winner of last week's adult diaper giveaway is Pearline Grub Snatcher of Dick Lick Holler, Tennessee. We'll be sending out your prize very shortly. Um, all right, are we back? Are we rolling? Dude, you know. Yep. All right, we are back. This is That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And once again, we are in the beer closet at Laser Wolf with Mr. Chris Bellis. Let's, let's hear it, everyone. Oh, for Laser Wolf yeah. and Chris Bellis. Yes, don't worry about it. They're outside. They're doing We have a good good crowd here tonight. For um, We do. They came to see Bill. Basically. Yeah, you know. see Bill. Apparently, Bill's a popular guy. Yeah, he's got yeah. friends. Who knew? Who I didn't knew? know. <laughs> I did not know. I uh, I got a following. You do. You got a little. Fo- well, you've been around a long time. Yeah, you've been no around. Kidding. Yeah. I think Bill is appreciated as a genuinely nice guy. Well, let's not get <laughs> that's a stretch. <laughs> I know. I think Barry, Barry clearly hasn't known you that long. I see long it that way. Long. Yeah. I know. There you go. Sure. Um, all right. So we're talking about X. You know. You know. Just bringing up what annoys me is a lot of times the bands when we do the live thing. I usually play the bands off of Spotify. It's hard to find X because you put X and it's all these you rappers, Extacion right. yeah, and yeah, all this. Right. X. He was yeah. murdered in Pompano. That's right. Oh, yeah, for, after right. he went into buy some, he was into yeah. A friend of mine works there, and uh, yeah, he like was buying. Cut, he was like wow. sponsored, like buying some gear. Or not but you literally but, like, he bought you, a lot of gear there. Yeah. Some people he walked out in the parking lot. Some people who did not like him. Yeah, drove up and yeah, drive by. As far as I know. Oh. But supposedly as far as you, he was, as far as you well, know, I mean, that's what I've heard. Supposedly the guy was a real piece of shit. So that's as what I heard too. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. But um, you literally Bad have to things. click, have right. to do more artists to get finally to see X when yeah. you put in X, which is kind of a crime. You just type in the name of their ex in the Los Angeles, yeah, and it comes up. You shouldn't up. have to work that hard. All right, so we're going. We're going. Don't from, let your new uh, employers hear you say that. We're going from the hangover from nausea. I guess we're moving from alcohol to heroin. Probably. Uh, yeah. The, the fifth song on this record. Let's listen to a little bit of Sugar Light. It's not about heroin at all. We're up our teeth. 
Search proofs it is about. Really? It's about the gay cruising scene in Los Angeles. And they were, that was sort of integrated, sort of side by side with the punk scene. And so there was a okay. lot of. Uh, uh, really? All right. Yeah. But there is, but there's heroin use in it. No. He's my like, arm it, is tied off it, waiting. Yeah, thank yeah, you. But my it, but, arm is tied off waiting to burn it down. That's shooting heroin. Uh, it down. is, but right. there, it's, it's still a metaphor. Sugar there's light, we're addicts. It's a, a metaphor. According to. Everything that Don't I was say able Wikipedia, to, please. No, Don't not, say Wiki- no okay. not Wikipedia. But there <laughs> was Cruise-a-pedia. multiple multiple sources that said yes. <laughs> there you go, Bill. <laughs> it's um he's open throated, um, memorizing torsos. Um, that it was meant to describe the um, going into a gay club and the the feeling of being in there and the uh, intensity of the the uh, okay. activities. That's what Barry says about every song. Yeah, right. <laughs> going by going into the gay, gay club. Cruising. Yeah, that's true. Just um, like the gay cruising. So these, uh, most of X's lyrics, you could tell they're poems. They, re- they read But like yes, I thought it was about them. heroin my entire, since 1980. So yes, I was disabused of that only yesterday. <laughs> okay. Um, but, um, and the fact that the, Poetry of their lyrics. Yeah, you man. You can't discount that. It's oh, like, it's amazing. really, yeah, it's it is amazing. They're, they're definitely a step above a lot of the punk lyrics of that time, just the fact that well, they they're, they're um, so you know, they were influenced by um, Bukowski. They're influenced by the beat writers. There's definitely like Raymond Chandler. You know, there's like, they're doing, um, they're hitting some classic, you know, things with their lyrics where they're not just singing about, you know, um, too drunk to fuck, which is nothing wrong with that. No, but. no, and, uh, and also, and the, yeah, the DKs definitely wrote about all different kinds of shit too. Yeah, but sure some did. of the more, some of the more meathead punk bands of the time, uh, of were course, right? Sure, yeah. Like, what was the one record we did? Um, uh, Angry Simone. Angry Simone's <laughs> still a classic. You Are got you 15 minutes. Listen to the first yeah. Angry Simone's record. Are you a fan of Angry Simone's, Bill? <laughs> no, no, you're not. Okay. Oh, oh, really? oh, you don't, don't like that? All right. See, Bill's very eclectic. I love that Bill likes you like what you like, and you don't like what you don't like, right? Yeah. Well. Come on. This, this grew on me eventually, so I'm still... <laughs> they say no, well, I'm still learning. Than, this more than grew on you, though, right? right? Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Okay, yeah. Good. All right, now we, we flip the record over, and we got to possibly one of the best punk rock songs of the 80s. Right. Um, this song, this is the title oh, yeah. track of sure. the record. Oh, we say the 80s, I'd say one of the best songs. Yeah, it is. <sighs> anyone, it who doesn't like the, anyone who doesn't like this song, I, I wouldn't even be friends yeah. with. Except there's one line that we can't talk about. In well... We can talk around it. Yeah, that's just... The way it is. Things, Trish talked to me about changed. this before I came in. Tonight. I bet she did. did. She really? All right. Yes. Well, let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of La- the title track, Los Angeles.
there's a there's a big Doors influence on the sound of that song too. Oh, okay. Days change to night. That. Oh right, right. Oh okay. yeah, big time. So the so it's about a woman who was Exine's um, roommate, whose nickname they called Farrah Fawcett Minor, <laughs> and she was they hated her. She was well, she was a racist, racist, racist and a homophobe and homophobe. And so the, some of the lyrics are they're talking about they're talking about Farrah Fawcett Minor and why she left Los Angeles and why yeah. she was she was talking about it and she started to hate every oh, you know every Mexican gave her a lot of shit every, every Homosexual, homosexual and idle rich. rich. She hated uh, Jews too. Looks like she didn't uh, well, like Jews. You know, you know, everyone. You know, I'll she tell didn't you like what. black people. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so, but I love I, one thing. I love in this song is how they subtly sort of acknowledge that she's an idiot because when they right. say she gets confused flying, flying over, over the, the date line, she doesn't know. Uh, yeah, she, she can't figure out why right. would the date change because the days change at night, change in an instant. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, troubling this uh, subject matter, but that's the, they didn't shy away from any of that. But the thing was... I read said they went to the damn show together, and she flew to England with Captain Sensible at the end of the night. Oh really? Oh, that, was, that was her leaving L.A. The... Oh, oh, I didn't shit. see that. Nah, that's good. That. Okay. So England's a good place for her to go with her. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, especially now, Morrissey. She can hang out with Morrissey. Yeah, but yeah, I bet Captain Sensible ditched her ass. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but this song, it just even aside from all that, it just moves. It's like a it's perfect. A great, it's a great it's song. Like a perfect and the, the yeah. call, the call and response thing that they built on later on. Yes, yeah. they're really and it, killing and, it. This ends one. so yes. quickly. It's one of those songs when it ends, you're like, oh shit! You've got to listen to it again. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of the greatest rock. This is one of the. Gr- it's one of the greatest rock songs of all time. Should have been the album opener, yeah. I think. I, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think the sequence of this record is good. I think that it. I no, think that uh, if you heard it a different way. It w- it might not have the impact. It hits right where it needs to hit. I guess, but but Bill and Chris didn't like the first song though. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, I agree though. It kind of tra- like one of the tracks coming up is seems to be my favorite. I did listen to it on shuffle. But I agree that listening to it this way now kind of makes okay. it a little bit... Why do you listen to records in shuffle? Well, I didn't mean didn't to. Know. Honestly, I didn't mean to. I put, accidentally it, I put it on do it. and it started doing You're such yeah. a generation X. So I try to I've listen to that. it straight through. I really do. I'm, I'm a big vinyl I've guy. Done I've done the accidental yeah. shuffle. And you're like, man, I did something wrong. You, you listen straight through. It was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake. It's all right, Chris. Um, but Unheard Music is probably my favorite track in that. Yeah, it's Shuffled in like three or four. It is. It's great. One thing I was thinking about it, I wonder, and there's no way we would know that unless we asked Exine, but I always wondered if her, like the the off-kilter harmonies were something that just came naturally or if she was purposely trying to find like a, a weird off harmony and not do a traditional harmony. I'm going you know? to get guess that you would not get a straight answer to that question. Right. But I wonder... Because Exine is a strange character. Oh, yeah, she is. Well, for a while, she was she, into like these um, conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. <laughs> that was she had, after she was banging Bilbo Baggins, right? Yes, it was right. Wait, Bilbo, what? Wait. <laughs> she, she, was, she was she, married to one of those she, hobbits. She was married to Viggo Mortensen. He wasn't the one of the hobbits, was he? No, I think he was. Oh, she was married to Vigo. That's right, I did see. Yeah, that. they had a kid together, right? She's actually been married a bunch of times, like three. Imagine times. that. Well, yeah. you know. <laughs> all the nerds outside are so mad at you for saying that. It's that poet <laughs> <laughs> that we don't know which character. Yeah. Which character did Vigo Mortensen Bill. play? Look at uh, Pat like knows. He was like the king of the elf. You can come in and tell us. Pat's going to pat him on it. No, that's all right. We don't really need to hear from Pat. Um, All right, so let's get. Aragorn. Oh, Aragorn. Of course, Aragorn. that news. That's really a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Larry. Larry Smith with the uh, oh, with the, uh, uh, the info. That was just uh, Bilbo Aragorn. Same thing to me. <laughs> All right, so we get to the next song here. Uh, someone apparently someone is married for money, and yeah, now yeah. they're well, miserable. But, but here comes the whole Ray Manzarek part of the record too. I mean, he starts on this next oh, song. Oh, yeah, that's and true. He doesn't end. You're right. Just, uh, yeah, through the rest of the record. So right. that does have something to do with the sequencing of the record. So too, I wonder actually. if they said, "Yeah, let's put all those Ray songs toward the end." Interesting. I think, that's right. I didn't even think of that. All right, let's listen to "Sex and Dying in High Society." With the 
married for money, but what happens at the end of the song? She uh, she st- she hits the housekeeper to start burning her with the curling irons. Oh yeah, can. that's right. Just so she can yeah feel yeah feel so something feel something yeah. yeah yeah. So this is kind of dark, but it's funny too. They get uh, now you tell the maid to burn you on your virgin back with the curling iron, hotter than hot. You say it's good enough. You say your pain is better than any kind of love. Yep. Uh, and I love the uh, Pekingese and keep your Pekingese, your Turkish cigarettes. cigarettes, yeah, and your lighter looks that looks like just a like a gun. Yeah, uh, I re- I liked uh, I I had this record, but listening to it now, I appreciated some of the later songs that maybe sure. I didn't appreciate as much. When yeah, I was it's got an ARP strength synthesizer on it. That's the sound that you're hearing. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. That those we have John Mahoney out there. So if you're wrong, am I right? John? <laughs> He's going to charge John in and bail. tell you you're wrong. John's at the John's <laughs> at the bar. Well, Ed Ray's kind of staying in the background on this one too. He's he is, but he's come. But for through the rest of the record, he's on the right. rest of the songs on the record. Yeah, um, I forget. Did this right? Did you have the original record? Did this record come with the lyric sheet? Did the lyrics come on? I don't, it? I don't remember. I don't remember reading. Probably lyrics. not because I I got so many of the lyrics wrong. Although apparently Tim Moffat says he has a his CD version of the first album has, has no Ray Manzarek on it. And I told him that if he shit. has that, it's worth like a million dollars. Tim has got a faulty memory. Oh, shout out. We have to shout out to Tim. There he too. is right there. Tim's right there. We got to shout out to Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Great, Ford. Great Sorry, Tim. Rest Tim in Ford. peace. Tim's animal. Tim's, uh, Tim's Tim 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 Sorry. We're not going to make fun of you anymore, Tim, because we feel sorry for you. Um, well, also, also, Justin McNeil wanted to shout out. Okay. But I told him I might use his code name, Mark Dubin. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's his safe word, too. Oh. <laughs> it's Mark Dubin, the same thing. It hurts. Um, okay. So we have, uh, we have a song which they, they've uh, explored later, too, which is sort of talking about uh, the, the music business and their music yeah. and stuff, which they've, they've, they've done a, a couple of times, uh, but this is the first instance of it. And uh, let's listen to a little bit of the unheard music. Kids bury their parents. Remember those that, those films of those like those black flag shows in warehouses where like you know the cops would show up and there was but there would be like this mayhem so, scene inside some warehouse. You know when you know before they had Henry as a singer, right? And it's just in just basically total insanity. And then the cops would show up and beat everybody's ass, and <laughs> and they'd have to go home. You know, run run back right. home to uh, and there the the, the the lyrics on. Um, Genius are wrong on that one. They say, there's laughing outside. We're locked out of the public eye. Some smooth chords on the car radio. And it says, here it says, no hard chords on the car radio. What they're saying no is, hard, hard no chords. hard chords yeah. on the car, no hardcore on, yeah, the, car no hardcore on the, car on the car radio. radio. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew that. I knew that yeah, was the right yeah, yeah, yeah. But they also, on uh, um, the song, I Must Not Think Bad Thoughts, on the fourth album, they talk about oh yeah the, the same, the, the right, same that's thing the bands the that thing. never got heard you know minute black flag Minutemen, flesh right. eaters and the, the doa music. now which song chris is this the one cuz you said you there was a song you really liked on it was I like, yeah i just thought this was uh, i thought this i yeah. knew this would be the one that you'd like yeah. Yeah. it's got a little, interesting pe- a little more psychedelic i have yeah. you picked chris i got yeah. you picked once again i'm going to say listen to the first doors record and you're going to go this is the first doors record basically the chord change uh, and there's not as much keyboard on it as you think. Billy Zoom is playing some pretty interesting guitar. Billy Zoom, this is 
some of his tastiest playing on the whole. Oh, it's amazing! Like, they're really, yeah, they're really yeah. 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 a little bit more which layers makes to me it than think, some of the others. Just straightforward punk songs. Which yeah. makes me think, if he was doing the parts Ray's doing, it would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. So yeah, you're hearing a little cool. bit too much of Ray that's, on this that's one. It's fine. Borrow you know Tim's copy that apparently doesn't have Ray. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting that. that copy before Borrow the night's over. I want that copy. We're going to need to see that CD. I'm curious. You you have a son. How old is is um what's your kid's name? I forgot his name. I don't even know his name. Or how old he is. Jonah. These are tough questions. How his name's Jonah? not Jonah. <laughs> Jesus. What's with the Jonah? Judah. Judah. That's not Jonah. Not the, guy who, was, not the guy who was vomited up by a whale. Because uh, you're such a big Bible fan. Judah. <laughs> Bible of file, I call myself. Um, uh, how old is he? Again? 48. No, I'm just... Uh, he's still 14, he, Rob. He's 14. Okay. Like he was two is minutes he ago. A, does he listen? Like, do you share... Like, do you guys listen to the same music? Like, does he... I don't Does he so. listen to that, or you guys... Oh, he knows. He'll sing some Los Angeles for you. Okay. All right. I was wondering that. I was just cool. I, mean, I figure. I who mean, do you think made his baby uh, tapes when I was putting him to bed at night? Uh, okay. You know, I broke him in. That's good. Good. You're a good dad. I know. Whenever you I hear know. my daughter complain about being forced to listen to Captain Beefheart on the no. way to <laughs> well, middle school. No, well, that's ridiculous. That's child abuse right there. Yeah, I'm on her side on that one. That's uh, that my was, daughter will be on the show in December. At least yeah. I gave him songs and, and we'll song hear, structure. Believe me, we're going to hear big, all about. Yeah. We're going to have a big conversation about all of that. <laughs> um, all right, so we get uh, we're at the final song of this great record. This record is just awesome, and then we goes got, by quick too. Yeah, it does, and we got a little Chuck sure. Berry again. Uh, and I love this song. This song is a great song. It's a great album closer. The world's a mess. Oh. It's in my kiss. If you think about the organ, it makes you listen to hear it more, and it's, sometimes it does sound a little cheesy. Like, you think, ah, maybe the organ doesn't need to be. <laughs> I never thought about it, too. but yeah, it's up front. It yeah, is, sure. but when you think about it, it's like it's, Look, it's, it's like it's, Mark Dubin's um, uh, flip-flops when he wears that. Like, when I hear him play, that's all I think about is him wearing the flip-flops. Don't it's like sometimes when you get something in your head, that's all you think of. Is it the you, sound of the flip-flops or is it the smell? It's everything. It's the look of them and everything. Um, Tragedy of flip-flops. What a genius concept, though. The world's a mess. It's in your head. What are they saying by that? Bill? Let's get heavy. I feel like me and you have never gotten into a deep conversation. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not. We're still not going to, right? I'm not, no, sure no, that's no, a, I'm not even sure that's <laughs> Trish, a possibility. Trish, I, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. Um, no. Well, all right, Barry, what, what is he saying? The world's a mess. It's in my kiss. Because that's uh, to that me, They're both totally fucked up people, which I think what they were, and they found each other. And when they kiss, it's just an expression of their totally, in just their completely whacked, fucked up life. Okay, all right, that's good. Because I, I was actually thinking of a different way. I was thinking about it's how, like, the all the troubles of the world and the troubles, whether you ignore them or not, it, it like, colors everything you do. Yeah, so sure. So it's like... It's in your kiss. It's like, sure. yeah, you know, we could we could kiss, we Every, could make yeah, out and sure. everything, but still, the that whole too, fuck, yeah. everything's still but fucked But just up. knowing about John and Xene, you know, you think about them, he's, those two people together, and you go, they imagine the kind of arguments that must have taken place oh, in, God, in, could in, you the, imagine? in the van. They, were married, they got married actually right at 80, yeah. and they were married for about yeah. six years, from like 80 to 86, him yeah. and uh, John Doe and Xene, which always works out in bands, right, when bands <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, didn't Pat Benatar, wasn't she married to that no, guitar no, player? No, they're still married. That actually, that's a success story. They're still married. Really? Yes, they are. So we'll do a Pat but Benatar rare, record. No, but that's that's rare. I think that's a rare thing that yeah. people are going to stay. Probably together. not. Like right. Stevie, I'm thinking more of Stevie Nicks and uh, what's and everybody else in the band. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whatever that dude's name was. All of them. Lindsey Buckingham. <laughs> Lindsey Buckingham. That's yeah. it. Um, all right. So we did this record. Um, 
Bell, uh, like I said, I was surprised. I didn't know what, uh, but like I said, it was Barry's idea to have you on the show. I know. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> That was obvious. So, okay, wow. I guess. I mean, I guess we could have. Bill. I'm still thoroughly pleased with my decision. No, so. Bill's fine. Oh, Bill, thanks, Barry. You're a great guest. The Buckingham um, is like a rodeo pig. Yeah, you, know, you guys wouldn't let me do Devo, so here we are doing X. Oh yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That, well, that's somebody, we got, well, speaking of Devo, yes. Our next, uh, what do we got next week, Barry? We have um, Devo, Malcolm Tent doing. Um, uh, Question: Are we not men? But are Malcolm we not Tent men? is like the president of the Devo fan club, and I think he's played on played with some of the members of Devo and shit. So, uh, yeah, yeah. He originally he wanted to do some like ridiculous Shout, Devo, terrible record, Devo record, but we talked. We, and we said, I, I just said no. I said yeah. Barry said no. We're not doing a right. shitty two-star Devo record that everybody Although your hates. friend, we're doing some French No Wave uh, record, and apparently that's fine because it's Lizzie your friend. Mercier, <laughs> Declo, we're doing yeah, the first album by. Apparently that's good. There's it's no problem with good. that, Bill. Tony right. Christie going to come on. Barry wants to show off his French accent. Exactly. Yeah, right. Well. All right. I just also want to mention that Friday, November 8th, uh, That Record Got Me High presents uh, the Fort Lauderdale International Film Festival premiere of Whiskey on Beer. The documentary of Miami's legendary band Load. Are you guys all going to that? If you guys haven't seen that, you guys should definitely go. It's pretty great, actually. The one showing Friday, November eighth. It's part of the Fort Lauderdale International Film Festival. Festival at Saver Cinema. And uh, to get tickets, go to fliff, F-L-I-F-F dot com and search Whiskey on Beer. And uh, we hope to see you all there. Come like around nine o'clock before the movie. We're going to have like a little happy hour on the patio and Goldust Lounge is going to play some uh, some like lounge versions of Load Song. Oh, there you go. And, mm-hmm. and, and they have not rehearsed yet. I can tell you that for sure. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Chris, so what's going on, Chris? Uh, Laser Wolf, what do we got coming on? Yeah, I mean, Halloween's here. Um, Thursday here at Laser Wolf Pumpkin Carving Contest. Thursday, so that would be the 24th. Are you providing the pumpkins or do people We are going to have pumpkins and you can purchase You can bring them. your we, own. We, we, we get them it, as cheap as possible. We did it last year and, and we brought we'll our, our own. Right. We, we yeah. brought our own pumpkin and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we did have, have all the supplies. And we, and I thought we did a great job and we didn't win anything. I see you guys are in the running though. What about a chicken carving competition? That'd be delicious. And then you got. No, no, not a dead Chicken. And then I have a three. I have a local legend, Bluebird, uh, uh, Transcan from Japan, and local psychedelic uh, rockers, Electric Supply Company playing on Halloween. On Halloween, Halloween. Adam Adam Invasive Invasive Species. Species. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually and then gonna... I'm DJing the day after with Tim and Mitzi. Excellent. Um, I'm, I'm probably then, not going to go to that. But and then uh, an, another friend uh, who low form who's going to do some synthesizer stuff. Oh, here nice. in the beer closet on uh, cool. the next day on Saturday. Yeah. Really? All right. All right. Awesome. So what about um what about our Patreon, Rob? Have you? Oh, we have a pa- we have many uh, members here that are patrons. But you, uh, all of you listeners, you can go to patreon.com forward slash trgmh and become a patron of our show for as little as a dollar a month. Yeah, and you or get more. like shout outs. You get John. I didn't ask you. You get the newsletter, right? That I send out. Uh, uh, do you like it? Do you enjoy the newsletter? It's fun, right? He does a good job, and only yeah, only the only the patrons get that. So um, you know you're missing out. So become a patron. Um, you go. Don't forget we're uh, at that record got me high on Instagram. That's we're right. on Facebook. Uh, that record just yep. that record got me high. We're all over the place. We're, yep. uh, we're you can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Apple Music. Everywhere. Um, and so. Bill, do you want to push your nursery that I didn't even know you had or Dude, anything until recently? No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> No, come on. I'm, I'm really it? into plants, so I want to know about this nursery. Yeah, what, yeah, no one knows. You keep it. Tell now, me after. I, Bill, I'm kind of the same way. I like to keep my my uh, professional life and my life with all with all, all my idiot friends like separate. Are you the same way? Is that what you do? Last thing I need is a bunch of homeowners coming in and wasting my time. <laughs> yeah, I understand. No, come on. What's we, the... we don't advertise. You know why? Because little old ladies in golf in the yeah. golf cart all day driving around to spend twelve dollars. Yeah, uh, no. we're commercial. Yeah, you want to buy a. Oh, you, really? You, is that you, it? You guys get your landscape company together. Give me a call. You want to buy uh, a forty-foot field-grown palm? Right. I respect that. Though. He, he, he can talk. I respect. Or that. you want to buy six forty-foot field? Are you gonna? Palms. Is business good? You're not. You're not planning on doing any uh, a bouncing on door watching again anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. Well, in the seniors division, I hear they're hiring. So. <laughs> Go up to Judah, uh, once Judah has to go to college, you may have to go up to the like villages. You oh, can. I'm, uh, I'm training him. Okay, good, he'll be yeah. doing the bouncing for the family. You can do All mandatory right, STD tests at the door at the villages. All right. So uh, once again, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Bill, for being on the show. Yes, that was great. You, actually, it was thank a lot you, of fun. And this is a great record, uh, Chris. Thank you once again for having us. Uh, that record got me high. Open That's the door about. so we can hear people cheering. Yeah, open the door. We have a, actually a really good crowd here. Give it up, everyone. For- 
Taylor, Chris Bellis, Network Academy I at Laser Wolf. All right, thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you next Thank week. You guys We're next out. Week.